to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I, I'm trying to get comfortable in the new seats and whatnot, Mr. Benny. It happens. It's like going from, uh, you know, passenger to driver. Well, how many years have I sat in that seat, okay? A long Come on. time over there. Come on, I just filled out a form that uh, oh, Eric yeah. Crema, the big guy, wants <laughs> us to fill <laughs> out, big right? Boss. The big man. Uh, I can actually Eric. look up, yeah, what you're... Hey, there he is, as a matter of fact. the big man, Eric Crema, his, his airs had his, his, his ears were burning. a form. Here, say hi. You know, he's the man. Okay, go say, Eric Crema, everybody, he is the big man at KKNWAM 1150. Oh, you're just making me blush oh, over I'm here. I'm making you blush. I was telling Benny that I did something today that I would only do for you. What's that? I filled out a form. There you go. I saw. And as you can see, most of it says, I'll email you the information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is this? I got to fill out a form to get your form? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, you're the bomb, Pat. You're the That's bomb. it. We I'm the bomb. appreciate you very much. Have Thank a great you. show. Thanks, Eric. We get. We rarely get those to hear the from the boss. Those are the velvet tones. I know. Do you hear those? I, it was he. Is he in like a choir? Uh, Does he I sing? don't know. Where are you? Did you sing in uh, high school or Glee Club or something like that? Wherever are you you're a from? choir man? <laughs> no, I are just you? have a little cold right now. Oh, you sound very good. Very sexy. Stay away. He Better not be the swine sexy. issue. I want to do No, it. we're don't not. Be coughing on there's me. none of that going on right. here today. Hey, everybody. We have got like a jazzed up show for you. We are the vibe of Thrive at the Dr. Pat Show. First off, let me give a shout out to everybody out there that was with us on Friday. Dawn Miguel Ruiz and Jose Ruiz. Friday night, everybody jam-packed, standing room only. And I had my, my little five minutes that I could talk. Benny, uh, I talked about soap. Can you believe it? Soap. <laughs> was I that part about of soap. what you were going to speak about or just kind of went in that direction? Uh, it was what I was wanting to speak about. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It wasn't so, like you woke up there. So, I, I, talk I about woke up this morning. I thought I about soap. I want to talk about my soap. Okay. Hey, I wanted to let you know we have a little buzz in the microphone. Do we know what that is? It's actually, I think, our headphone amp and I've got the engineer working on it. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Okay. But I've got the right person to talk to us today. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to, I'll tell you, Dr. Stanley Krippner is joining me here today because we got his book in the house. So am I supposed to hold the book up to the camera now? Oh, yeah. We is can that do how that you do here. that? I'll grab it. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hold the book up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a camera we have in a the camera. studio now, so okay. we're getting used to it. So is this going to, so, so have you actually looked at what this looks like? Yeah. Can you see it online? Yeah, give me a minute. I'm trying to see Okay, let him see. But in the meantime, let me introduce you to Dr. Stanley Krippner. I'm so glad. I wanted to talk about this today. Personal mythology, a transformational story intensive with Dr. Stanley Krippner. So today he's joining us here today because personal mythology, what does that mean? How do we use rituals, dreams, and imagination to discover our inner story? Somebody asked me the other night, hey, What's your story? I can't wait to hear what Dr. Krippner says. But this book, I love it. It takes you on a spiritual journey 
uh, and, and it's a journey of self-discovery. And, you know, whenever I think about my own personal journey and self-discovery, I think about, wow, it's almost like building a web. You know, I could have been a spider in another lifetime. And so I think about it and I think about... That's eerie because I don't think I can get along with you if you were a spider. Why? What were Not you? a big fan of the arachnids. Were you the fly? Uh, no, not that. I just don't like spiders. Well, you know what? I, I can help you overcome that. I'll leave it where it is. Okay, very good. I don't want to even think about it. That's why. And even I, if I think about it, I get a little kind of weirded out. So. Wow, getting to know uh, no. you. Getting to, I thought I you knew that. Doc, no, that oh. is the first self-disclosure. But I bet Dr. Stanley has got something to say yeah. about it. You know, he's joining us here today on the show. And as I said before, personal mythology is one of the things he does talk about. And, you know, as we think about who we are, we think about our lives. Now, Dr. Stanley Krippner is a professor of psychology at Saber Graduate School in San Francisco, where he designed many of the courses in consciousness and spirituality. What a fun job. You know, when I was going through my program, people didn't say to me, do you want to design courses in spirituality? They said, do you want to do you want to design courses in breaking promises? <laughs> it's totally not the same thing. Whoa. Dr. Krippner is also an acclaimed author in numerous publications, including the most recent work on understanding PTSD in war veterans, including women. Wow, I wish we were doing that show today as well. He gives many seminars on personal mythology and dreams, hypnosis, shamanism, and he's joining us here today. We are honored to have you join us on the show, Dr. Stanley. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Pat. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here. How did you get to have such a fun job? I simply uh, got in on the ground floor when Saybrook Graduate School was getting organized some 35 years ago. And I've been here ever since because we get exciting students who are interested in doing their master's theses and doctoral dissertations on topics that maybe wouldn't be permitted at uh, most other accredited schools. No kidding. They wanted to They wanted to pretty much hang me at the school I got my Ph.D. from because they thought I was standing there holding crystals. <laughs> what do you make of this? I mean, you know, what is it that is so incredibly uh, interesting and exciting about the work that you do and about our personal mythologies? I think that our personal mythology is exciting because the stories we tell ourselves, consciously or unconsciously, determine how we make decisions in our lives. These are very, very rough economic times, and these are very dangerous times for our country and for the world in terms of the terrorism crisis, the ecological crisis, and the economic crisis. So the decisions that we make have to be done very carefully with intention and deliberation. This means pulling resources not only from what we are aware of during our waking hours, but what we dream about, what we imagine, and what uh, close friends and family members might tell us. So we've got to be open to all suggestions and then use our best reason and judgment and common sense to make a decision that will serve our purposes. So are we fully aware that we have the ability to create sort of our own uh, mythology? No, we're not fully aware. Many of our decisions are made unconsciously, and they only become conscious 
once we make the decision for better or for worse. Oh, really? So it's kind of like we have to step into it, you know, before we actually get to figure out that we're into it. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. It right. makes a lot of sense. There are so many psychological experiments going on right now indicating that the brain comes up with a decision unconsciously before our conscious awareness makes the decision and we say, oh, well, that was a good decision. I'm going to uh, sell that stock or I'm going to buy that bond. Well, this reflects weeks, if not months, of ruminations, putting the pieces together, pulling information together from television, from newspapers, from advice from people. And we should be aware of that. We should be aware of the whole process if we're going to make a decision about money, about romance, about family, and about our spiritual life. Well, and you know, I, what I love about this conversation is that, you, you know, you and I get to talk about mythology at a time when it's so, so amazingly accepted. Uh, and you actually travel around the world and do these workshops. As a matter of fact, I think you're going to be, I know you were just in Portland. You're going to be coming to Seattle May 1st to the 3rd. And then you're going to be in Bellingham in August. And these are retreats that you are, are, are putting on. And and, and I want to talk about this for a minute because I want to talk about the difference between myth, between imagination, between superstition, between all of the things that we conjure up in our minds to make sense of the world around us. Absolutely. And you're correct. I'm going to be giving a workshop in Seattle at Bastyr University. Any of your listeners in Seattle can contact year and get all of the details for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we're going to try to do some hands-on work in differentiating, for example, between superstition and the more realistic aspects of imagination that we can uh, put our hands on. Mm -hmm. To be very specific, superstition is a belief that is not founded on facts it's not founded on logic. It's not even founded on sound intuition. It's founded on outmoded folk tales. It's founded on what people in the family have believed for years and years. It's founded on wishful thinking. And there are ways that psychology is able to put many of these things to the test. And if they pass the test, if they uh, really work fine, we can incorporate them into our lives. For example, many people think that if they, uh, during the course of the day, they start out the day by knocking on wood, literally knocking on wood, they will have good luck. I've done that. <laughs> well, we can test that out. We can have one group of people knock on wood. We can have another group of people not knock on wood. And we can chart what happens to them during the day and find out if this is something that uh, if this is something that passes muster. Well, let me give you an example and we'll go to break. As I was knocking on that piece of wood, I remember this so clearly as a matter of fact. Boy, did you bring up something from my past. As I was knocking on this piece of wood and it was really a moment of desperation, 
I actually knocked so hard, I busted my pinky finger. Now, that should sell. That should talk to it all, pretty much. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back in the house again. Of course, Dr. Stanley Krippner joining us here today is a master, masterful uh, seminar presenter, personal mythology. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we've got three copies of the books to give away for you all. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfgoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F. GoGreen.com. Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an Index Universal Life Retirement Plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom. Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, DebtFreeMCA.com. So, Susan, how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on, that can't be on your diet. Well, I eat Miracle Noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm, how is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at MiracleNoodle.com. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we're talking about personal mythology. I want to get a sense, uh, you know, from you, uh, Dr. Krippner. Personal mythology, what does that actually mean? Personal mythology is the collection of stories that we tell ourselves, consciously or unconsciously, about ourselves and about our world. For example, if uh, we tell ourselves... I can't do anything right, I am stupid, I'm a loser. Well, that's going to affect our behavior because it will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. On the other hand, if we tell ourselves, I am good at everything, I would never fail, I am superior, I'm better than anybody else, that's not going to work either because we are bound to fail once in a while. 
So we've got to come up with statements about ourselves and about our world that serve our purposes, that are realistic roadmaps that help us navigate the course of our lives and those around us in these uncertain, dangerous times. So when we're navigating and we're navigating the course around us, do we get to change uh, who, who we are? You know, do we get to change our personal myths? And what's the relationship between a personal myth and a cultural myth? The cultural myth is a myth held by the entire culture. And, of course, there are very few of them now because cultures are so diverse and there are people in the United States representing literally hundreds of different cultural groups. So we have very few overall cultural myths in the United States that everybody would subscribe to. We do have a number of subcultural myths that different groups subscribe to. We have uh, Democratic myths. We have Republican myths. We have um, African-American myths. We have Latino myths. We have Native American myths, Asian American myths, Euro-American myths. In other words, ethnic groups have their own myths. And we have family myths. Some families insist that all of their children go to college and become doctors, lawyers, or in the worst case, dentists, even though all their children might not be equipped for that. It used to be that the overall American myth is that everybody would be successful, everybody will own their own home. Well, obviously, that myth is broken down, especially in these dangerous economic times. Uh-huh. We have to make a revision on that, come up with something more practical, more sensible. The only places where there are cultural myths that everybody buys into are in some of the remote corners of the world which don't have contact with other people. I've been in the rainforests in Brazil, for example. I've been to small villages in India. I've been with indigenous people in Australia. And there you have very small groups where everybody believes the same thing. But then television comes in, tourists come in, and people get exposed to other ideas. And for better or for worse, the cultural mythology starts to break down. But each individual is influenced by cultural myths, and I'll give you an example. Okay. People in the United States are influenced by what they see on television, what they hear in music, what they see in movies. These are sources of cultural myths that permeate our personal myths and the story that we tell about ourselves. We might resonate with the lyrics of a popular song. We might identify with a character in a movie or in a novel. And we might buy into what a news commentator on CNN or Fox or CNBC, all of which have quite different myths that they spread around, and buy into that mythology, and that helps us make our decisions when we vote and when we get involved in civic affairs. So there are important aspects of cultural mythology that do help us, for better or for worse, make our decisions. You know, when we, when I think about this and I think about, you, you know, how I was as a child always thought to have this un, unusual imagination, and I'm not sure I imagined it. I really do believe that I saw some of the things I, I did see. But I wanted to ask you, you know, during these times, you know, there is... Our dreams are at risk, so to speak. 
You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like we grow up, especially in the society, with having a dream about our lives. And I read an article this morning. I can't even remember what magazine. I was waiting in the in, in an office, and and I read and I read the article, and and you know, uh, there was a couple featured in it. Both had lost their jobs, and they had said, you know, this is not a time for us to lose our dreams. This is truly a time for us to even dream bigger, and. And I wanted to ask you how personal mythology either helps with that or not. Well, you see, this is a couple who are looking at life very optimistically. They have a very resilient cultural myth, and that's the type of cultural myth that is going to help them pull through a difficult time because they have intention, they have goals, they're galvanizing their intuition their reason, their common sense, and they're going to probably make it through these difficult times. Now, what if they would say, look, everything is against us, we're going to give up. It really doesn't make any sense for us to go on living. Well, that's a very pessimistic personal myth. That's not going to help us be resilient. That's not going to help us through the dangerous years ahead. So what do you recommend that, and, and how do you recommend we use personal mythologies to shape our lives? Well, the book of mine that you mentioned, Personal Mythology, also published under the title The Mythic Path, but it's the same book, has two dozen exercises in it that help people to assess their personal myths and throw out the ones that are not useful and keep the ones that are useful. And this is a workbook helps people create a map for their future once they realize what they've done in the past and how they can use mistakes from the past and successes in the past to chart their future. Also, people don't have to buy the book. They can just make a list of their beliefs, what they firmly believe in, their spiritual beliefs, their beliefs about money, their beliefs about family, their beliefs about love, and examine those beliefs and determine which ones are really helping them and which ones are holding them back. Like if they are believing everything that I do must be successful, look, that's not going to help out one mistake, and that torpedoes that personal myth. I've been working on a book called The Park Avenue Diet, which is now published, and this is a book where I introduce the concept of personal myth into the area of dieting and people who want to lose weight and keep the weight off. And people who say, oh, just one extra extreme puff, just one extra piece of chocolate cake won't hurt me. I say, look, that's a dysfunctional personal myth. Let's have a functional personal myth. And I suggest one moment on the lips, forever on the hips. Keep that in mind, and you will eat more sensibly, and you will keep the weight off. So personal mythology applies right across the spectrum to every decision that we make in our lives. Well, and you know, this is really so refreshing. It's such a, it's such a wonderful approach to taking a look at life. What have you found for yourself most inspiring about engaging in a personal mythology for your own life? First of all... Some people don't like the word myth because they do equate it with superstition. So I tell them to use the word belief 
or worldview or some other word. I'm not hung up on words. I think that uh, whatever works for you is what you are going to uh, be guided by. In terms of my own personal life, I have had a lot of disappointments. I have made a lot of mistakes. I've had a lot of setbacks. And I realize I simply am not in control of everything that happens to me. Many of my decisions are made by the economy, by other people, and even by family members. So I'm helped out by the personal myth. I do what I can. And what I can't do, I accept, I surrender, and I make the best of it. Because it's not what happens to us in this world that's important. It's how we react to what happens to us that's important. And I have found that the most helpful personal myth in my life. Wow, I, this is so wonderful uh, for you to join us here today. For those of you tuning in, I want to mention that joining me here today on the show is Dr. Stanley Krippner. And he's joining me because he's got a fabulous book, Personal Mythology, a transformational uh, story intensive with uh, Dr. Stanley Krippner. And, you know, beyond the book, he is traveling to make sure that there are workshops and seminars that each and every one of us can experience uh, how we can uh, actually enact our own personal mythology. Uh, if you want to find out more about the workshop, you can call 425-881-9000, 425-881-9000, and talk to Susan. She'll be able to help you with that. Um, you know, Dr. Stanley, in, in looking at where we've been and where we go, we're going, what excites you most about where we are today? You know, these are dangerous times, but in ancient Chinese, the character for danger is the same as the character for opportunity. So let's not look pessimistically at the state of the world with all of its wars, with all of its economic woes, with all of its conflict, but see this as an opportunity for change the opportunity for some of us to make a difference, not only with our own lives, but for other people's lives, to find a way that we can be of service to people who might be less fortunate than we are, and to be more mindful of what we do, and be more consciously aware of the decisions that we make when we do have the freedom to make a decision. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Stanley. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, it is such a pleasure, and I'm so looking forward to meeting you when you do come to town. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we've got lots to talk about. We've got the good life, and we're going to be giving away 10 copies of a book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the Dr. Pat Show.
Dr. Pat's giving away an iPod to a lucky listener every month. Yep, every month. All you have to do is go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. Then sign up for our weekly newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, not only will you be entered to win the iPod, you'll also be kept up to date on all the awesome things that we're doing here at the Dr. Pat Show. So remember, go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can't afford to miss out on this. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Have you? been longing to reconnect with nature yellow bear journeys is an ecotour company that designs and guides tours in the pacific northwest and hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope strength and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com Time for something different.